Wait, where's the microphone? It's just in here. Okay. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of The Gilmore Couch. I'm Emily, but you can call me Mimi. And I'm Sharon, but you can call me Mom. Mom, do you think we have a good relationship? Yeah, I would say we're good friends. I think it's more like, you're my best friend, but I'm not your best friend. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Okay, well, I was joking. We're already learning a lot here. Um, So why are we here, Mimi? Well, I'm homesick, recovering from an illness, and you're retiring, so we both need a project. Right, and we both need to escape the news every day. That's really important. Yeah, and Gilmore Girls is great for that. Uh, Do you want to explain, Mom, what we're going to be doing? Sure. So we're going to watch one or more episodes of the Gilmore Girls and then use our experiences as a mom and daughter, as women, and as humanities majors to analyze the episodes and see if we can learn anything. Hopefully will help us and maybe will help you too get through tough times. Okay, but just one thing, it's just Gilmore Girls, not oh, the Gilmore Girls. Sorry, Lottie Doll. <laughs> but do you think we're qualified to do this? Well, I think I am. I've lived a pretty long life and I'm a mother and I generally know what I'm talking about. Okay, well, also I think our situation is similar to the Gilmore Girls in that you and I have a really good relationship, but you and your mom didn't. Very true. And another interesting thing is that you've never seen Gilmore Girls, so you're coming in fresh. That's right, and you've seen them all. Yes. So this episode, we start at the beginning, we watch the pilot, and we'll give you our thoughts. Let's go. Yay. So, what was your first impressions of Gilmore Girls? Well, it was very witty. And it re- I think the writer or the producer or somebody must have watched a lot of 1930s, 40s movies. That's a good point. Yeah, it does feel like that. It's like witty and fast. but And with, there's always like comfortable rich people in it with <laughs> yeah. people. You know, and, then, and it's not too serious. So some of them are, but you know. Yeah. You know, we're talking like Catherine Hepburn movies and... Um, Betty Davis. Well, she's more serious. Well, like, like All About Eve. <gasps> All About Eve. Yeah, that was good. It's a good movie. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was my first impression. Also... That's a good comment. Oh, no. That's a good comment. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. But it's really true, yeah. And I also thought, like, you don't see relationships like that much anywhere on the in media. Relationships like what? Well, like good mother and daughter relationships. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I really like about the show is there's a lot of different mother-daughter relationships. And it really, like, runs the gamut. So you have, like, the obvious Rory-Lorelai relationship, which yeah. is very unique. But then you have the Lorelai-Emily relationship. Who's Emily? Her mother. Oh, her mother. And so that's really interesting. That's they do, right. They do a really good job of that. But then you also have Lane and her mom, her Rory's best friend. Yes, yes. Who, oh, like, really. hides everything from her mother and stuff because yes. yes. she's really overbearing. Yes, yes. So they have, like, the mother-daughter relationships are good. That, and then I'm interested to see what happens with Rory and her grandmother and grandfather. Yeah. That should be interesting. Yeah, it's always, it's weird to me. Rory, I think, is someone who really wants to see the best in everyone. So that plays out interestingly when her parents, it's like can sometimes be hard for her to see the best in like the way her grandparents treat her mother. But also Lorelai hides it a lot from Rory. Like she wanted to hide the borrowing the money. 
right from Rory because she doesn't want Rory kind of like yeah to worry and also I think she like kind of how you always wanted me to have a relationship with grandma yes on my own yes Uh, And so you never, like, tried to color my opinion of grandma, even though she, like, treated you really horribly. Yes, that's right. And so, but I'm not like Rory. (laughs) I'm not someone who sees the best in everyone. (laughs) I guess not. I guess not. But you always come back with, you know, if I'm criticizing, you give the positive side. Maybe that's just your voyeury. That's yeah. Maybe it's because you're my mom, and so I want to contradict you. Oh, maybe. I want you to be wrong. Yeah. It was a very gentle show. Like, it didn't, didn't, I don't know what's going to happen, but... It, it didn't, like, it didn't go too severe on, like, her being bullied at school. Or, no. It was just... It doesn't really tackle, like, issues. That's, like, another way I think the 1930s, 40s comparison is. It's, right. it's It's very much about interpersonal relationships, which is somewhat of an eternal thing. Yes. As opposed to, like, issues of the time. Yes. The only yes. thing that really dates the show is the constant references they make. Right, and the, and the electronics. Yeah. <laughs> the Macy Gray CD. <laughs> I didn't even know who they were. Do you know who Macy Gray is? No. She's like a singer from the 90s. No. Okay, let's go over what happens in the first episode. Okay. What do you think of Lorelai and how she acted this episode? Well, I thought I was going to dislike her more because I'm not necessarily a fan of mothers and daughters being friends. I think that there's a real trap there. But in this episode, when Laura, Rory didn't want to go to, to Chilton, she was willing to like stand up and say, I'm pulling the mother card. Yeah. So that she does have certain boundaries and she stands up to her own mother. Yeah. You know, so she's like obviously very intelligent, but under, you know, obviously she missed her, she missed opportunities. So you like Lorelai? Of course, yes. Yeah, I do I like, like her. I like Lorelai. Some people don't like Lorelai. Why? Well, well, she's kind of fucked up. Yeah. And so people get annoyed by that. But that's what I, I can like. See where she could be annoying. I, I know. I like. That's what I like about Lorelai is that she's like very charismatic but very flawed. Yes. Okay. I get it. I get it. Um, well, I haven't seen too much of the flaw in the first episode, except for you know she. Well, she's young, though. She's only 32. Yeah, so that's part of her flaws. Yeah. She's very she, inexperienced. She's very young, and I she's still fighting her family. Yeah. She's fighting the bat family battle, which it, the sooner you can give that up, the healthier you she are. She never gives it up. She ne- oh, God. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> what do you think of Rory? She certainly looks like Lorelai. It's hard to have an opinion of her yet. Because yeah. she's only 16 and she's such a good girl. Yeah, I know, right? I originally, when I first watched the show like years ago, I like tried to get into the show and I couldn't because I, I think I was like around 16 and it annoyed me so much how like perfect Rory was because right. I really wanted to be like Rory because she's so quiet and like a good girl and really well read and I'm like a lot more of a troublemaker. Right. And she's not a troublemaker and she's so like pretty and everything. But now that I'm older, I can see a lot of like her drawbacks. And what like, are her drawbacks? Well, okay. First of all, I think it's very obvious from episode one that she has her mother's flaw of being so attached to men. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, she was willing to give up Chilton, which is her dream. Like, she was so excited to go to Chilton, and she was willing to give it up because a guy talked to her once. Right. Well, that happens because she doesn't have a father. Mm, that's interesting. 
She doesn't have a father. Yeah. It's yeah, thing. that's a common thing. That's a common, you know, problem. Yeah. With people, yeah. with girls who don't have dads. I think it's also, yeah, so like I think girls especially, you're predisposed to value men, male attention already. Oh, of course. And she's not used to getting that, so she's like, that's something that's like new for her. But then she doesn't even get male attention for a father figure. I never thought about that. Yes, she yeah. would be much feistier if she had a father. Why? Well, my experience with fathers is that, in general, fathers are less protective. So if you have a toddler, for example, oh. and, and I've had this with you and your, and your dad, he would be assigned to watch you, and you could be like 20 feet away as a toddler, and okay, she's fine, no problem. Like they, They're willing to take more risks than the mother, and the mother is more protective and keeping like a little border collie, keeping their yeah. toddler's clothes and their baby's clothes. Yeah, and Lorelai... I think what's interesting, too, about the Lorelai-Roy relationship, I think if you don't read into it that much, it can seem on surface level like it's such a great relationship. But I think the show does a really good job of showing it not, like, as good or bad, but just as it is. Because, like, I think that's, like... Right. Lorelai is very interested in controlling Rory's world, which is, like, something she hated about her parents. But she does it with Rory, too. Like, you're going to Harvard. Like, she's doing it because she wants the best for Rory, obviously. But that's kind of, like, what her parents did. I was did. about, yeah, her parents did that. Yeah, they wanted, they they thought, that's what they thought was the best for her. Right. And I'm obviously, like, not, a, I'm not, a, I'm a fan of Emily and Richard as characters, but I don't think they're good parents, just the way they treat her. But, like, they, like, did come from a place of, like, that's just what they knew how to do. Yeah. That's, that's the, the only thing they knew how to do. And so... I think it's, like, a similar thing with Lorelai, where she, like, does try to control Rory's world, and, like, sometimes it's warranted, I think, like, the Chilton thing, how she put her foot down and was like, you're going to Chilton, but, I don't know, other times, like, the Harvard thing always bothered me, and I think I don't give the show enough credit sometimes, like, I think I thought, oh, I'm supposed to be on board with this, like, Rory's definitely going to Harvard, but, like, I think the show is just, you shows it as is, so you can have whatever reaction to it. And, like, that right. always bothered me. How did it bother you? Well, I just, like, okay, like, I had a nervous breakdown after the college process. Right. And it was such a toxic environment, I felt like, yeah. the college process. And just, like, from birth, telling your child, like, that that's a thing that happens. Like, kids yeah, are, yeah. from birth, you're going to this school, you're going to this school. And so, like, what happens if you don't get in? What happens if yeah. you get there and you hate it? Like, it doesn't give her any, like, Options. I see it's so confining. And especially, I think, in such a, like, in-the-box way that can be really harmful. Like, it's not harmful in this case. As much as it could be, I don't really... You know, maybe it's because of, like, who Rory is or because Lorelai gives her so much emotional support. Yeah, Rory, it seems pretty easygoing. Yeah. You're not easygoing. No. So that's a difference. And, and I, so she can tolerate that more easily. But I did feel like, I think, in general, I give movies a lot of slack around having been through the elite New Jersey elite college experience, getting kids through good schools, and you went... You are going to a really good school when you went to a good prep school. Movies never get that right. Yeah. Like, here's the other thing. She's in Connecticut. She wouldn't talk about Harvard. She'd talk about Yale. Well, no, Rory, Lorelai's dad went to Yale, so she doesn't oh, want Rory to go to Yale. Oh, my God. She wants her to go to the opposite. Yeah. She wants her to go to 
Harvard, which is even considered better than Yale. Like, Harvard's the number one. Like, you know what I mean? The name brand. It's Coke and Yale is Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think that's also where Harvard comes from. So I think that, you know... I think it's great to see a show where she well she had a, she had economic support first of all she was a wealthy girl when she got pregnant but it's still nice to but see no her family cut her off she left them she left them as soon as she got pregnant and was cut off well it's interesting that she made such a good way yeah for herself but no she had cut her off but she'd already had that education no exactly no your point I think still stands the yeah the grooming right. She's like middle class, you know. She's well. She's no. She's so wealthy. She's you wealthy. House? Upper middle class. Yeah. Not upper. Stop with the upper middle class. Stop with the upper. Middle class. Okay, <laughs> they're okay. ri- They're rich. They're straight up rich. They live in a mansion in Hartford, Connecticut. Okay, they're rich. All right. They're so rich. Like yeah. I would call Lorelai in Lorelai's house. I would call that middle class, upper middle class. But yeah. the Gilmores, like Lorelai's parents, are super rich. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. They're like high society people. Like Emily's a lady who lunches. Uh-huh. Like old fashioned. Okay. Got it. Style. Got it. Yeah. But what were you saying? It's nice to see. Oh, that a positive spin on being a single mom. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many dreary, depressing statistics and outcomes and stories. And this is obviously not one of them. You know, thinking, looking at the show also, after this week and last week's news and Donald Trump, and that is before everything. It's in 2000, before George Bush. Yeah, I think it's even 1999. Okay, before George Bush. That was when the economy was going great. It, that's another yeah. reason it made me... It was before the dot-com boom, blah, um collapse bubble bubble Um, burst and it that's why it also reminded me of the 1930s yeah because it was it had this optimism about it yeah it was a little bit bit of a relief to watch it no yeah it totally is i heard people describe it as cozy it is it's cozy right it's It's like fall in connecticut i always want to like have a warm mug of coffee watching it yeah yeah yeah. It's a really cozy show. It, it just gives you a good feel. It's cozy. It yeah. gives you a good glow. And yeah, it. right? It's really good. It yeah. makes you forget about the dreary, terrible things now. Yeah, and I think that's really because it focuses so much on the relationships. That's It's character-driven. Right. It's very character-driven. Yes. It's yes. like... It's like a novel in a sense. Right. I would I was thinking Jane Austen. But yeah. It's not that good, but it's still it's that <laughs> Well, nothing's that good to you. <laughs> no, 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 it isn't. That's true. But but that's the yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, it's all about the interpersonal relationships. Yes, and the characters. I think that's why also people get so into like you can talk about Gilmore Girls when you've seen the whole thing or anything, like, you can talk, people can talk about it forever. And really? I really think that's why, because, like, everyone comes at the relationships and analyzing it in, like, a really different way. Like, yeah, the different, Rory's different boyfriends is, like, a huge debate. Like, which one's the best one? Like, how Lorelai acted, how Rory acted. Like, it's, like, a whole... And how often do you ever see a girl who wants to really succeed and go to a school that, you know, is going to challenge her academically. Yeah. That's another thing. No, that's really cool. I, like, roll my eyes a lot at, like, the Rory 
scholar storyline because she's like 16 years old reading Swan's Way and I'm like no fucking 16 year old is reading Swan's Way but I think that is really cool that like that like that's a good point too like she's very self-motivated and it's cool to see that Libby was like I need to read Proust and I was like what (laughs) that's how I felt in my 20s I read two of them I have no interest yeah it's I'm very like contrary in though it just seems like it's such a like no, I don't feel like anyone reads it because it's, like, like I feel like it's so tied to, like, the feat of reading it that it's impossible to disattach, like, to disassemble it from that culture of, like, ooh, like, of impressiveness, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, like, can't deal with that. You know, I can't deal with anything, like, I'm doing this because it's, like, impressive. Yeah, I know what you mean. What do you think of Dean, the boy? Too soon to tell. Yeah. Too soon to tell. And um, Melissa McCarthy, the early Melissa. Is this yeah. her first time? I think this is like her breakout role. She, was, she is great. Yeah, she's really great. Do, I'm wondering, though, I hope they don't overplay that clumsy. They stuff. don't. It actually, like, goes away within, like, an episode. Okay. It doesn't, like, go, like, it still comes up, but it's, like, really overplayed in the pilot, and then it, like, goes away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. We'll see where it goes. What do you think of, we didn't do, what did you think of Emily and Richard? Well, I thought, in, on one hand, Emily has a point. She's going to give, she's, that's the, that's the problem with getting money from your parents or any family member. Then you, like, owe them something. And she, she cashed in right away. So, and her father seemed realistic, like the, the sleeping at the end of the day. Yeah. And, you know, not paying attention, reading the paper. And, no, yeah, that's interesting. I really love Richard and Emily as characters. I think it's like some of the... Yeah, I agree with you. Some that's of the best right. work on the show is like the, the Richard, Emily, Lorelai, Rory stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. The writing around that I think is really good. Dad hates Emily, though. Remember right. he called her a bitch? No. You don't remember that? We were all watching Gilmore Girls, and it was like Emily was like yelling at Lorelai or something, and she was something like, Emily was like, why won't you talk to me or something like that about this? And Dad was like, because you're a bitch, Emily. <laughs> never heard Dad talk that way. I never remember that. You don't remember that? That was like a month ago or something, or two really? months ago, yeah. Well, and so we don't know yet what the situation is with the Scott Patterson character. Luke. Luke. Yeah, well, we know what the, the situation right now is what the situation was shown to be. Okay. Is they're friends, but they, like, flirt constantly, and everyone around them is like, you're flirting constantly, and they're like, we're not flirting. Oh, what? Okay, yeah, yeah. That goes on for a while. Oh, Busby, your skin is so dry. Yeah, it is. Oh. I'm going to brush it. Busby, what did you think of Gilmore Girls? Mm, I mm. think he liked it. You yes, like it, because you're a smart boy. <laughs> you look like you could be the mascot to Chilton. True. He's very, like, British. Yes, he's very... Except for all his dry Except skin. for his dandruff. Yeah. Right. You got all your dandruff. Oh, and I think we have a lot of, like, spunk like the Gilmore Girls. Yes. We're I very chatty. So. Yes. We are very chatty. We're very chatty. and Dad, in fact, pushes back on our chattiness. That we're too chat. But he loves to talk too. Yeah, he but he He thinks, likes to tell his he stories. We're just having a one on one. Yeah. Oh and, and he's not involved and we exclude him. That's what he's like when? All the time. Maybe less so now because you're home. Oh. Well he should call me. That's what I always tell I him. I know, men. 
What can I tell I, you? That's what I always say to him. Here's the first lesson for Gilmore Girls. <laughs> they don't usually call. They never call. <laughs> you have to call. <laughs> Life you advice find one that from calls, my mom. When, when okay, you find so one that calls. That's the morals. Uh, one that calls will, you know, appreciate that. Okay. Because it's rare. And, and don't throw away your education. <laughs> <laughs> don't get pregnant at 16. Okay, yeah, don't get the pregnant at 16, one. but don't throw away your Chilton education for some guy. some guy that talks to you once. Oh. What did you think about the fact that he was, like, watching her? He was like, I've been watching you. You reading Madame Bovary and Moby Dick. Well, first of all, my first thing was she did not read Madame Bovary last week. And then, then Moby Dick this week, right? I was like, okay. Uh, she did uh, not do that, but okay, we'll give maybe it. Maybe she finished Moby okay. Dick. She started No, she Moby. finished Madame Bovary. Okay, so she'd been doing that for a while. Okay. Let's yes, see. so, yeah, it's a little creepy. Isn't that weird? I mean, I think okay, that, okay. So guys, first of all, don't ever tell a girl that. Yeah, okay, maybe, I, I know, no, mom, you. mom, okay. I've noticed. I think, I'm actually the opposite, I think you should tell a girl that, because then the girl can make the decision whether or not she wants Okay, to. see you later. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, nice to know you. <laughs> Okay, but I think at 16, I would have, if a guy told me that, and that he, like, I would have been, like, oh, he noticed me, like, he's been paying attention to me, like, yeah. now I would be, like, time's up! I would be, like, no, get away, but... Yeah, you're right. At 16, I think, like, you know, you're a bookish girl, and you don't have a lot of, don't have a lot of experience with guys, and, like, yeah. the new guy in town. And she's a little shy. Like, I don't blame that's true. Rory. That's true. Yeah, I think that's a good point. He shouldn't have said that. But also, honesty is the best policy, so women can make the decision, their own decisions. Oh, and that creepy guy in the hard in the in the restaurant. Which guy? Oh, the guy at the Joe. very beginning. Yeah, I thought, oh god, you can't get rid of these guys anywhere. They're yeah. always showing up, thinking they're yeah. so Laura attractive and important. Yeah, no, she got rid of him very quickly. Immensely. Yeah, Lorelai gets a lot of. Those guys, she gets a lot of male attention. Yeah, it's because she's pretty. She's yeah, she's very pretty. Rory does too. I didn't get that much because I had a crabby face. So <laughs> you, you had know. resting bitch face, but like in the seventies. Oh, yes, I do. They that's, didn't have a. That's a name. That's a name. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know about resting bitch face. <gasps> no, I do have that. That's a great name. <laughs> now I know what it the is. The more you know, that's called resting bitch face. Yeah, I think guys were intimidated. Like, I would be just, I just needed a cigarette to just, like, you know. Well, yeah, also, Rory gets a lot of attention from guys, which annoyed me because I was, like, a bookish 16-year-old, and I Nobody ever, right? paid attention to me, but I think that was less related to the fact that I read books and more related to the fact that I would call them out for being sexist or homophobic yeah, or something. Yeah, you really had them on the line. Yeah, the and also I went to an all-girls school, so... You didn't see as many guys. I didn't see, like, any. It's interesting the relationship they have to men on this show, I think. Well, I'm looking forward to that. It's a very... I like that the show is, like, it's revolutionary in a lot of ways, but not because it's, like, pushing an agenda at all. It's very, like, leaving the characters up to themselves. Good. That's good writing. Yeah. So that's something I think... That's why a lot of people... I think it appeals to a lot of people. Another thing that you should look forward to is... The town is kind of like The Simpsons, where there's so many characters, and they all, like, develop their own little, like, motif. 
oh, like nice. situation. So it's like really I fun. Like that. Yeah, I like it too. I like it a lot. It's fun if you live in a small like I live in a dorm and a house within a dorm with like a hundred people in it. So it's like so accurate if you live in like a small community like that. Yeah. Like how it, like everyone in everyone's business and like the same people like constantly bringing up like tradition and stuff like that. Like yeah, yep. it's so. Yeah, so that's something that's cool about Gilmore Girls, too, but that's all to come. Cool. Thanks for tuning in to our inaugural episode. We hope you liked it. Next time, we're tackling the next four episodes of Gilmore Girls. Rory starts Chilton, Lorelai and Max flirt a little, and the beloved Cinnamon the Cat dies. That's all next time on the Gilmore Couch.